Welcome to our show. The name of our show is What Do You Think? My name is Missy. And my name is Missy's brother. Yep. Okay, Robert. There we go. She's going to start out. She's going to tell us what the original idea was for this. It's, it's really cool. So the original idea came She's embarrassed right now. from, yeah, my face is red, <laughs> from the fact that I always call you or mom or uh, our stepfather, Bubba, to ask questions about the Bible that you guys assume everyone should know probably, but nobody knows but y'all. I and, never assume that. Yeah. And so whenever I have a question, I call you, and I thought that, you know, everyone probably has questions like I do, because we may not be as knowledgeable as you, and so I'll she call She just you. made a face at me. I just want you to know that. <laughs> so I call with the questions, and I thought we would put it in a to podcast form to help other people. Cool. So, do you want my first question? No. Before we get into any questions. <laughs> yeah, go ahead with your first question. No, go ahead. No. She's no. red again. Wait, I've never seen her this embarrassed before. I mean... Now she's walking away. She's Tell leaving, y'all. Tell the how. <laughs> okay, so what I, uh, the the format that we're setting here is um, we're going to do questions that specific folks may give to us or that uh, Missy may have or that I may have. You never know. We can uh, talk about these questions. But I want to talk about, before we get into that, there's a um, idea of who Jesus is. Mm-hmm. We know the a lot of things about him from a historical and a biblical perspective, but I want to talk about one part that's really hard to understand. Mm-hmm. And even talking about it, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But I know what God's led me through over the last 10, 15 years to this point where we're sitting here, gonna, and I'm going to discuss this for probably the first time in public. Okay. Mom's heard it. Well, I but, can't wait. Oh, boy. Boy, come on. <laughs> Bring it. So what we... What we know about the historical and biblical Jesus is we know the when, mm-hmm. 2,000 or so years ago. Mm-hmm. We know the where, mm-hmm. Jerusalem. We know the why, because he loved us. Mm-hmm. We know uh, a lot of things about it just from a historical perspective. We don't necessarily know the how. Mm-hmm. So how, when he died on the cross, which we just celebrated Good Friday, last Friday, mm-hmm. and Easter, the resurrection, how did that happen and how does it change us? So, here's the long and the short of it. Okay. Now, if she does off, so I'm going to tell y'all, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to doze off. So, we're going to start at the beginning. We'll start in Genesis. Okay. Now, you've read Genesis a thousand times. Yeah. However many times you've read it, you've read through it, and you go, oh, wow, that's a cool story. Mm-hmm. But there's things in it, especially through chapter three, and I'm going to tell you, anybody listening to this, check it, because this is the way things are um, aligned in Genesis between Adam, Eve, and God. Mm-hmm makes a difference in who we are as a person. When, because we understand that the fall happened, and when the fall happened, all men sinned. Right. God created Adam to be in relation to him in the garden. Mm -hmm. And he said to Adam, I'm going to create with you a partner. Mm -hmm. And the partner was then created out of his rib, right? Right. So at that point, there there was a relationship between (coughs) man and God. She's, a, she's not feeling real well, so if you, y'all hear a cough, just don't worry about it. We'll probably edit that part out, too. <clears throat> so there was a relationship where Adam and Eve actually walked with God in the garden. Mm-hmm. Then one day, the serpent comes along, right. who we'll call the Sneaky serpent. snake. Yeah. Sneaky snake. Sneaky serpent, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So he comes along, and he says to Adam, no, no, wait, he didn't do that. He said it to Eve. Mm-hmm. 
he said Eve. Well, let me back up before we get to this point. Yeah. Before Eve was even created, God said to Adam, you can eat from any fruit in the garden except this one. Mm-hmm. So now y'all understand I'm backed up. Before we get to Adam and Eve, we just have Adam and God. Right. He said, so there's the garden. Mm-hmm. You can eat anything. Just don't eat from this one. This is the tree of life. I don't want you eating from it. Right. This is prohibited. This is, if you do it, you're, you're disobeying me. Mm-hmm. Adam said, cool, God, no problem. All the rest of this stuff's really good. And he just went off. Did his thing. Right. Then God said, well, you need a partner. Here's Eve, blah, blah, blah. At that point, the serpent comes to Eve and says, hey, you know, God didn't really say that. Mm-hmm. Now, understanding what he's saying, he's not lying to Eve because God did not say it to her. Mm-hmm. He said it to Adam. Right. Adam told Eve that God said. God said. Yeah. Exactly. So at that point, Eve said, well, okay, hmm, well, let me try this. Okay, yeah, hey, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, look, you can look at it in Genesis. Nothing happened at that point except she ate the fruit. Right. So, by the way, this is getting pretty good descriptive. So if I get too descriptive, just give me some kind of signal like, hey, don't do that. So <laughs> that wasn't a, that was That's a, okay to leave in because you'll, you'll understand in a minute. Okay. <laughs> so Adam and Eve, uh, so uh, Eve comes to Adam and says, hey, guess what? You know what? This fruit's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And Adam didn't correct her. He just said, hmm, okay. The wife says, it's okay. Yeah, I think I'll try it. So he grabs a piece of fruit and he eats. Mm-hmm. Scripturally speaking, in Genesis, is that's when the fall happened. Uh-huh. Because Adam disobeyed God. Oh. Eve disobeyed Adam. Uh-huh. See the difference? Yeah. So the fall did not happen when the fruit was... You mean all these years they've been blaming it on Eve and it's not... Yeah. It never has been Eve's fault. It's I was always just Adam's kidding. Fault. Anyway. It's always Adam's fault because the fact is, is that he was the one disobeying God. Right. I've never thought about that. Eve disobeyed Adam. Mm-hmm. All she heard was through Adam. Right. Now, there's some that will probably say, no, 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 she was standing there when it happened, but it's not uh, when it lies out in Genesis, it doesn't line up that way. Yeah. So. Makes sense. With me so far? Yes. So God says, hey, I think I'm going to slay an animal and I'm going to dress you and we're going to get you out of here. And he tosses them out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And from there, toiling and gnashing yep. of teeth and all that stuff happened. Right. So, sin nature at that point when Adam partook of, partook of the apple. <laughs> Once he partook of the apple, then God said in that Charlton Heston voice, No, Adam. So, <laughs> I, you now are leaving the garden. Stop. <laughs> She's now laughing. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> so... He, t- he takes them out of the garden, and then mm-hmm. the fall of man, and of course, we know what happened from then. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the first Adam. So over the centuries, from Adam to Jesus, men had sex. And the nature of man was passed to the nature of man through the nature of woman. Mm-hmm. So the nature of man, which is a fallen nature, was dead mm-hmm. through the sperm, went mm-hmm. to create others who had a fallen nature they couldn't help it it was it's the way the dna works right it's the way our blood flows mm-hmm. it's the way things happen when you you know when you have kids that's yeah. that's what you get you're getting your dna is passed on to your kids right and our original dna came from adam and eve so mm-hmm. through sexual contact kids were created right. all the way up till jesus mm-hmm. and guess what happened everybody sinned everybody had sinned up to that point sure because they had a sin nature they couldn't help it but what happened when jesus came in Jesus, at that point, was not born of man. 
he's the second Adam. Whoa. Did it just hit you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he was not born of man. So the sperm that goes from man to man to man to man from Adam to Jesus or to to Mary did not occur. Wow. So his nature was not that of a nature of uh, of man. It was the nature of God because the Holy Spirit created him. He was the the man part of the relationship, so to speak. It's kind of weird to think that way, but that's what it is. Yeah. Mary wasn't part of the sinfall initially, Eve. Yeah. So the egg isn't really part of this equation other than it helps the it's the egg and the sperm to create man. So right. that nature that's passed down through man all these thousands of years is now not done. So that Jesus is crazy. Was, Jesus was born without that nature that mm-hmm. made us who we were as, as an ascended nature. Now nothing changed for us. Jesus is the only one. He's the second Adam. Wow. The first and Paul says this in Romans, the first man born alive. Because everyone's born with their na- their sin nature, their nature, their spirit nature basically is dead because it's mm-hmm. not to, it's dead to God. Right. So when he was born, that nature was different. So he really couldn't sin. He could be tempted, but he he didn't have the nature to sin. He could not rebel against God mm-hmm. because he was he is God. Right. And was God. So at the res- at the death in Galatians, it starts talking about how we uh, we died with him. Yeah. On the cross. So he physically died. His spirit didn't die. He physically died. Mm-hmm. And that opened up that gateway and that door when he rose again. So that there's now a physical Jesus. Mm-hmm. Now here's something that's going to blow your mind. Because it didn't mind. I've read this so many times. It didn't hit me until almost two years ago. Yeah. That when Jesus rose at, uh, from the dead, he was with the disciples for however many days. It wasn't 40 days or something. Yeah. And at that point, in the first Part of Acts, he starts talking about when he is ascends. He ascended in the flesh, mm-hmm. not in the spirit. Think about it. He ascended in the flesh, not in the spirit, because he was flesh. They mm-hmm. touched his hands. They yeah. stuck their fingers in his side. So they knew that he was flesh. Mm-hmm. And it never says there was a change in Jesus, and then he floated off in the clouds. Mm-hmm. It didn't say that. Because what happened was God took the physical part of who we are mm-hmm. and the spiritual part of the spirit part of who He is, and He connected them in His Son. Mm-hmm. And now we have access to the Father because of that. Our sin nature has not only changed, mm-hmm. and we're forgiven. It's more than just that; we're regenerated inside because we're created now, and we were created in His image. And that empty spot you were talking about earlier—that empty spot is basically us searching for Him. Mm-hmm. And now He's made the way so that we can. Knowing, yeah, we can ask for forgiveness, but you know the the there's a lot of religions in the world that do their annual forgiveness thing, right? And a lot of people do it at Easter, yeah, and even in the Christian religion. But <clears throat> so you want to know what the definition of Christianity is? It's mm-hmm. a person who's regenerated, mm-hmm. whose Christ has changed from the inside out. So the outside doesn't necessarily physically show it all the time, but you inside you've changed. Because well, you, that, and it, you're op- you've accepted Christ into your heart. Yeah, you've accepted Christ into your heart, but it, and it becomes more than that. Because a lot of people, I think, do that, mm-hmm. but they don't. There's not that additional step of really Him becoming part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And that with the nature being dead, His His nature is alive, mm-hmm. and He changes. He's able to change our nature and bring our nature alive. And once He does that, that's regeneration. You've changed inside right. your spiritual part of who you are is now connected to him. Mm-hmm. So, and when you think of it, think of it as uh, the, the body. 
So we've got, if you think of the spirit, uh, the soul, and the mm-hmm. body, the outside of the body. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how he worked the temple. The temple had an outer court and an inner court and uh, the highest yeah. of highs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, the holiest of holies, I mean, not the highest of highs. <laughs> that's way up there. <laughs> so, but the holiest of holies. So the body kind of works the same way. Mm-hmm. We've got the physical world, which we're around all the time. We've got, the, we've got our soul, which is a thinking and the, the yeah. contemplating part of us. And then we've got our spirit, which is really the holy of holies. It's where God lives. Read about the tent. Read about the temple. And you'll see how God worked all this out so that we can go ahead and go, oh, that's us. Yeah. The body works the same way. Well, I think at some point we're definitely getting into those things for sure because I've asked you many questions about that, the temple and all that. I think coming down to my level... I'm just That's teasing. Everybody's level. Um, you know, speak speak specifically. <laughs> That's hard to say. Spot on. Talk about <laughs> specifics about you say regeneration and, and <clears throat> all that, and I understand that. But like for, on a personal level, how do I get that? How do I gain that? You, how do I? Well, I mean, individuals. If you you're, if you're looking for the change in your life, accepting Christ is the way to do it. The Holy Spirit, you got the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the working part of God. He's mm-hmm. the part that comes in and lives inside of us, and he, He's the part that regenerates us. He's the one that, you, you know, there's a lot of folks, and religion teaches this, by the way, folks. I mean, church mm-hmm. teaches that you can go up front and say a prayer and you're good. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily true. Because that's about, you can ask for forgiveness, so they can ask, you can ask me for forgiveness. The fact is, is I can't do anything for your eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. I can forgive you for whatever we're talking about, but it's not about eternal salvation. And you can do the same thing with God, because he's a person too, just like we are. He's God. So you can say to him, please forgive me for da-da-da-da. And it becomes something, like I say, you can do the same thing with a friend. Mm-hmm. And that's all that transaction is. What we're looking for is what you're really looking for is you're looking for change. You know that change because you start to question things like, what am I doing? Yeah. I mean, the, the first question that most people ask is, did this really happen? And the fact you can ask that question means it probably did. Well, also, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a, more of a day-to-day relationship type yeah. thing with God. Like, how do I know I'm hearing from God? How do I get close to Him? How do I... Yeah, not an easy question to answer. I mean, I know there are things like um, sometimes I'm very sensitive and aware Mm -hmm. of things that I'm normally not aware of, and reading the Bible, and like... You're going to love this answer, by the way. Huh? You're going to love this answer, by the way. My answer? No, you're going to love the answer I'm thinking. Oh, (laughs) and I was going to say confirmation from people, like when you hear it two or three different times, and it's biblical based on the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just going to say that. I mean, if you if you're looking for, am I hearing from God? Uh, the fact you can ask the question, of course, is huge. The second part is is that there's ways to verify Scripture. Mm-hmm. Ask. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear from God about such and such that you read in Genesis, and you call and you, you read it, and then you call Mom and say, Hey, yeah. you call me and you say, Hey, that is a good way to verify what you're hearing. Right. In fact, that's a great way to double check people around you that you trust and that, that you know will not steer you wrong, tell you the truth. And, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not what you want to hear, but that's okay. But here's the one. Here's the one that I, I told, uh, uh, we got together with Bubba's group mm-hmm. one night. And we were talking about this very thing. Yeah. And I told him, I said, here's, uh, let me tell you a story. It's a, it's a short one. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's poking herself in the eye. Uh, <laughs> is it a story about a man named Jed? 
<sighs> Poor mountaineers barely kept his family fed. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, no, no. Actually, it's a story about me walking into Target one day. Yeah. And I walked into Target, and I don't know what we were doing, but we were walking through Target, and all of a sudden I heard this cough. <clears throat> was it I, me? It was Mom. Oh. And I knew it, yeah. but I didn't see her. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where she was. Yeah. But it was our mother. Mm-hmm. And I found her. And yeah. sure enough, it was her. So the realization came to me about the fact that that's that with, with God, it's the same way. Uh, so intimately, you know. Exactly. Yeah. You answered your own question. That's right. Well, I did have an experience where I've had experiences where it's very subtle. Um, but one of the first times that I had an experience where it was, I definitely knew it was God was, um, you know, I work in respiratory. We have to mm-hmm. do a history on folks. And if you ever try to talk to somebody about their history, it can be really, really long and you're going, Oh my gosh, you know, I gotta hurry and da 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 and this was one of those days where I was in a hurry and <laughs> this couple came in and they were elderly, you know, and they were just going on and on about their history and I was trying to kinda of half listen and half type in their information and I distinctly heard stop and listen. And I can tell you that was not me. So I said, Okay. Stopped, listened, we prayed together, uh, got to know them. Nice. They had a lot of stuff going on. They just wanted somebody to hear them. So that's one time when I could say, wow, I know that was God because there's no way that was in my, you know, I wasn't thinking like that. I was in the zone trying to get everything done. So to me, I think there's things like that that happen. And then there's like little subtle, little sun, like a beautiful sunset or sunrise when you're aware, hey, God is so cool. Jesus is cool, you know. Um, so I do think there's a lot of different distinctions when people can know that they're hearing from God or feel God or feel the Holy Spirit. or yeah. And then there's times when they don't, like a dry season, you know, so. Yeah, and what you just described is a pretty good example of, there's a couple of ways you can, just if, you, if you're in something and you're thinking, well, is this God or is this not God? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of ways you can... The more you know about him, mm-hmm. the more you'll know whether that's something he would say. If he says to you, run over that child sitting in the middle of the road, <laughs> you know that's not of God. Right. Because it's just not of God. I mean, I've had you know friends that have said to me over the years, hey, God's telling me to get a divorce. And I go, and you're listening to a lie. Yeah. Because the lie is telling you something that's not scriptural. I can tell you that's not God's heart. You right. know what God's heart is? It's sitting listen to a couple. And to show them how much you love him by showing how much you love them. Mm-hmm. And it's, you don't know them. You don't really, I mean, the love is not a, a type of brother, sister, friend to friend love. Yeah. It's an agape love. It's one you don't even understand mm-hmm. because you can't because you're not God. Yeah. And God shows a love that's, that's that just has no connections to it. It has nothing. There's no strings attached. And But when you have something like that happen, you know it's God because it's all about love. Mm-hmm. You're loving somebody for no reason. That's God. Yeah. There's no question about it. Yeah. But the more intimate you, the more intimate you're, you are with Him, mm-hmm. the more you hear that type of thing, and you go, "No, there's no way that's God," because I, he he would not do that. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't go tell that person off just yeah. to make myself feel better. Yeah. God wouldn't do that. He'd love them. Yeah. First and foremost. Right. What's the problem? What's causing this? Why are you? You know? Why are we doing that? Why are we dealing with this type mm-hmm. of thing? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's always about love with Him. Right. He his his very nature is love. So if his very nature is love, then everything that we 
interact with him about is love. Mm-hmm. If it's not about love, it's probably not him. We possibly can't comprehend that his version of love, but I wish I could. <laughs> Closest we can get is being a, a mom. Yeah. Not a dad, but a mom. <laughs> well, dads, dads are, you know, we don't have the same connection. Yeah. We just don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can't, we, we can't even fathom it. I, right. I, can, I can love Robbie, but there's a connection between him and Lori that's just not... Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sorry, Robert, not Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for listening to our first episode today. Please subscribe to our podcast and continue listening to So What Do You Think? Robert and Missy would like to thank their family and friends for all the support in making this podcast possible. They are so grateful. You can reach out to Robert and Missy with any questions or comments on the podcast at swdyouthink at gmail.com. That's s-w-d-y-o-u-t-h-i-n-k at gmail.com. Hey, maybe they'll even include your question on the podcast. And now here's a sneak peek at the next episode. So in Genesis. Genesis. That's our southern accent coming in there, folk. (laughs) In Genesis, why did God... (laughs) Oh, my Lord. In Genesis, why did God put an opportunity for us to sin by having the tree of knowledge... The knowledge of good (laughs) things. Keep going. In Genesis, why did God put an opportunity for us to sin by having the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life? And number two, where did the snake come from?